Hey ladies, welcome to episode number 45. So this is three months of full-time travel and what it has taught me. You are listening to Solo Women Travel Tribe Podcast with your host, Zena Jones. Learn, inspire, share and connect with fellow solo women travelers from all over the globe. Hello my friends and welcome back to the podcast. Today's episode is being recorded from my hotel room. I am in New Orleans in Louisiana in the United States. Um, Prior to this I was in Portland and prior to that I was in Houston. So I'm not sure where I last recorded an episode, maybe Houston. I think so. Anyway, this one's coming to you from New Orleans. That is where it's being recorded. And I have been reflecting in the last couple of days on the amount of travel I've done. So it's been over three months now of full-time travel. Um, Very interesting to look back and see what it's taught me and how far I've come, what things have changed. Very interesting. So just to recap, I started back in June and in case anyone listens to this in a different year, that's June of 2018. So I started in June and I flew from Auckland, New Zealand, through to Lima in Peru. And I basically started in Peru. So through South America, I visited Peru, Bolivia, Argentina, and Brazil. From there, I flew up to Central America and started in Panama, And I visited Panama, Costa Rica, Guatemala, and Belize. I don't think I'm missing anywhere. (laughs) Hopefully I'm remembering this right. And then from Belize, I flew up to Houston in Texas. And I am in America for approximately one month. So after here in New Orleans, when I finish here, I fly to Austin, Texas. And I'm visiting with friends there, and also I have a conference that I'm going to attend. Then from Austin, I fly to Hawaii, to Honolulu, for just a short couple of days. From there, I'll fly back home to New Zealand, and that's the first time I will have been home in over four months. Um, And I've only only got three days there (laughs) before flying out to Rarotonga in the Cook Islands, for two weeks and then at the end of all of that I will return home mid-October. So that's a bit of a recap on what I'm doing and what I've been up to. So it's been over three months now of full-time travel. I have incorporated both travel and working. So I've been working from my laptop. I've been trying to go at a somewhat slow pace so that I'm not rushed. I can do some sightseeing, some exploring, visit the things I want, you know, get get to see, do and experience the things that are important to me, plus also work. And this is something that I had really been wanting to do for a really long time. I'd been sort of envisioning that this is how I wanted my life to be, that I would travel around the world full time working from my laptop. 
so this has been very interesting. As I said to you, I've spent the last few days really reflecting over this. And that's where this podcast has come from, is that I have come up with a, a few of the things that it has taught me. So let's start with number one. The first thing I've learned is that we can't travel to escape. Trust me. <laughs> I've tried this many times. In fact, I even moved countries once <laughs> and it didn't work. It always catches up with us. The reality is that we can only change our environment so we can substitute it for something new, something exciting, something pretty, something different, but we can't change what goes on in our minds. So these things will always be with us. That's our thoughts. Our thoughts of all of those things that we are trying to escape Maybe they are temporarily dulled or distracted, but I promise you, they will return. Our thoughts always follow us. I didn't realize this, well, this time around, that I was traveling to escape. I really told myself I was traveling for other reasons, and, you know, that's partially true. But halfway through, I realized that I was also trying to escape some of the realities of home that I did not wish to face. And these things have not changed one little bit just by me hopping on a plane and traveling halfway around the world. I still need to face them. I still need to take action. Let me give you an example. And I mean, I've got many examples, but I thought that by taking this trip, I would figure out how to turn solo woman travel tribe into a business and how to empower women and make money doing what I love. I couldn't figure that out at home because I kept saying, oh, this is just too hard. You know, being on the road and traveling, um, that, that'll help me to figure it all out. This is just too hard. I, I can't figure it out. But being on the road and traveling has not made a speck of difference it, has no, it is still hard. It is still really, really hard. And I haven't had this magical moment of clarity. I did go and um, see a tarot card reader today or a psychic, but there was no magic moment of clarity. I was just escaping the reality of it being hard. Escaping having to face it and make the decisions that I need to make. So I still need to do that. <laughs> I've, I've learned this lesson many times over, but I think it's really set in this time that we can't travel to escape. It just doesn't work. All right. The next one here on my list is I don't want to travel full time. You heard it. <laughs> At the beginning of this, in the introduction, I said to you guys, you know, I've, I've wanted to travel full time and work from my laptop and explore. And that's what I, I thought I'd wanted. But I have learned during the past three months, I do not want to travel full time. And let me tell you why. Boy, was I surprised to learn this one. <laughs> So as I said, for the last couple of years, I really thought I wanted to travel full-time, working from my laptop in various new and exciting places. 
I thought I'll do it slowly and that I would have time to both work and explore at my own pace. So over the last three months, I've done just that. I have worked from my laptop in hotels, in cafes, in bars, in airports, um, in Airbnbs, just to name a few. And I have gone at, you know, a somewhat slow pace and explored in amongst the work and the downtime. And through trying this out, so through giving it a go, I have learned that what I really want is more freedom in my life. I want the ability to travel how and when I want. And I want to create a business and a life that allows for just that. I don't want to travel full time. So I want to have a base of sorts that allows for the routine that I miss It sounds so funny to me saying that I miss routine, right? Because my craving for travel is often to escape the routine and to shake things up a bit. But I've learned that I love both. I like the unknown, the new, the exciting, but I also love my routine. I also want to be close to my friends and my family more often than I'm not. I love to travel. Don't get me wrong, I absolutely love to travel, but to be able to have the freedom of both traveling as often and as much as I want, or choosing to be at home at my base with my normal routine, that's really what I crave. It's the freedom of choice. To me, that that is my version of freedom, and I am going to set up my business and my life in a way that allows for just that. So yeah, I have decided that I don't want to travel full time. Alright, my next one on the list is that we all feel scared at one point or another. All solo woman travelers, regardless of how experienced or inexperienced they are, we all feel scared at some point or another. It happens to all of us. I have felt I have felt different versions of fear throughout this trip. And many may consider me to be well traveled, and I have done a lot of solo travel, but I can comfortably say that I too can feel scared at times and I have felt quite scared at many times on this journey. So I felt scared when I left home at the beginning of this five month journey. I felt really scared just you know saying goodbye and having to get on the plane that was scary. I felt really scared that first night I slept alone in my Airbnb in Lima listening to all of the loud noises outside. I felt really scared getting in a taxi in Rio after all of the horror stories that I had heard about Rio. I felt scared arriving into Guatemala, a place I'd never been before, and it was dark outside. I was scared. Trust me, I could go on and on, but the point I want to make is that we all feel fear. And it doesn't mean stop. The difference is whether or not We take action in spite of that fear. As the saying goes, feel the fear 
and do it anyway. So I just want to repeat that. So we all feel fear. As solo women travelers, as travelers in general, we all feel fear and it doesn't mean stop. The difference is whether or not we take the action in spite of the fear. So I I still got on that plane. I still stayed in Lima in that Airbnb. You know, I I still started my journey. I, I still did that. I still took a taxi in Rio and it was great. I then took many more taxis and it was fantastic. I saw heaps. You know, taking action in spite of the fear is really the key to it all and as that saying goes feel the fear and do it anyway and that really brings me to my next one which is that we are all courageous women every single one of us getting on the plane to begin our solo journey wandering through the streets of a new city alone striking up a conversation with a stranger going to a bar on your own, exploring a new city. All of these things take courage. As solo women travelers, we are all courageous. I have met a lot of wonderful people on this trip, and when I tell them what I'm up to and what I'm doing, so often they will say to me, wow, you're very brave, or that takes a lot of courage to do what you're doing. And I often brush this off or I'll politely say thank you and change the subject. But I have vowed to stop doing that because I think it needs to be acknowledged. And because I believe that we are brave and that we are courageous. Every single one of us. We are all courageous women. Alright guys, here's my last one. So my lessons learned this time around in three months. This is my last one here. We may like to travel solo, but we all still crave human connection. I have mentioned this before, but I have really learned the lesson this time around, like in a really powerful way. Regardless of how we choose to travel and how much alone time we choose to have or that we feel that we need, we all still crave human connection. And this can come in many forms. So from sitting in a cafe amongst other people, um, talking with the front desk staff in your hotel or your hostel, striking up a conversation with a fellow traveler on a walking tour or a day trip, or maybe meeting with a fellow solo woman travel tribe member. And, you know, spending the day exploring together. Everyone's version and need for human connection is different. But as humans, humans, people on this planet, we all have this need. So I'm an introvert, right? And I love my alone time. It is how I re-energize. It's how I get energy for myself. But it doesn't mean it doesn't mean that I don't still enjoy time spent with friends and family. In taking this this trip, I have been without my day job, so I'm not coming into contact with the lovely customers and work colleagues I have. I've only been speaking with my friends and family via the likes of FaceTime or a text message or email. 
And I've come to realize that I miss that human contact, that human connection. I really need it, and it is important to have it. I think important for for so many reasons. <laughs> I have found, as I mentioned, I have found it in, in cafes, um, through the hotel staff and fellow travelers, and meeting as many tribe members as possible. And I've been really lucky, lucky recently to meet with quite a few of you, and I've made new friends, um, both through the tribe and through other means, just, you know, chatting with people, who I've been able to hang out with. And I've also met up with other friends whom I met whilst traveling previously. So I just want to recap that we may like to travel solo, but we all still crave that human connection. Make sure to consider that when you are planning a long trip like this. Okay, guys, that is the end of this podcast for me, and those are my lessons. So just to recap them all, we can't travel to escape. We definitely can't, <laughs> no matter how much we try. Um, I also learned I don't want to travel full-time, and I explained why, which was a really big one for me, very interesting. The next one was we all feel scared at one point or another, and following that, we are all courageous women, all of us. And lastly, we may like to travel solo, but we all still crave human connection. All right, guys, that is it from me this week. Thank you all for listening. I'm wishing you safe and happy travels wherever you are in the world. Huge love to you all, and I will chat with you again in a week's time. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. I hope today's episode has been helpful for you. If you would like to ask me any questions or give any feedback or comments, pop on over to Solo Woman Travel Tribe. I would love to hear from you guys and connect. Now, if you want to get your hands on my copy of the top five things you need to know as a solo woman traveler, it's not what you think, then head on over to www.solowomantraveltribe.com forward slash download. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you are not already a member of our Solo Woman Travel Tribe, then please come and check us out at www.facebook.com slash groups slash Solo Woman Travel Tribe. Thanks again, and I hope to see you over in the group.